back with Art Moves, the podcast. Glad to have you with us. I'm Dr. Regina Newhan, and I'm with Dwight Smith, and we are both art appreciators and art collectors, and we're here to help highlight the visual artists and art events in and around Kansas City and the regional Midwest. And we've got a great guest today, so let's get right to it. We are pleased today to have Joanne Northrup, who is the Executive Director and Chief Curator at the Nerman Museum of Contemporary Art at JCCC in Overland Park, Kansas. Welcome, Joanne. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Great. And we have the illustrious Dwight Smith with us as well. Hey, Dwight. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Art Moves. Well, Joanne, would you mind just uh, giving us a little information about how you got to where you are now? Sure. Well, I have been um, at the Nerman Museum for just about 13 months or so. Um, I have a long 30-plus year career as a contemporary art curator, mostly on the West Coast. Um, and most recently at the Nevada Museum of Art. And the thing that really got me to the Nerman Museum of Contemporary Art is that back in 2010, I curated an exhibition on the work of the light sculptor Leo Villarreal, and I did his monograph. And that exhibition traveled from uh, my current institution at the time, which was the San Jose Museum of Art in San Jose, California. And it traveled across the country and it came to the Nerman Museum of Contemporary Art in 2011. Um, because as many people might um, be aware, the Nerman Museum has a, a light sculpture by Leo embedded permanently in the um, architecture of the building. And, yeah, um, and so I came out for the opening and I was incredibly impressed. And I said, what kind of community college art museum is this, you know, yeah. and I saw the collection and I was very impressed. And um, so I sort of was tracking the Nerman Museum and, um, and when uh, my esteemed predecessor, Bruce Hartman, after 30 years decided to retire, I just jumped on it and I um, vigorously pursued the opportunity, put it that way. Is that right? <laughs> That's I right. I didn't realize that. The, the legendary Bruce Hartman. <laughs> the legendary, yes. <laughs> oh, that is so wonderful. Yeah. Gosh, and had you had any other um, experience in uh, this part of the country or ties, friends, family, anything like that? Um, no, but I, um, I had occasion to come out to Kansas City a few years before that. I organized a 2006 exhibition, um, a survey exhibition of the work of digital animation projection artist Jennifer Steinkamp, and that came out to the Kemper Museum of Contemporary Art in uh, 2007. And, um, so that was another thing that brought me out to Kansas City, and um, and I was checking out the region, and I, I have absolutely no regrets. I'm so happy to be here, um, and I love the cultural ecosystem here. I just feel privileged to be a part of it. Oh, that's great. A little different than the West Coast, but uh, it's got its own style and treasures right here. So we're Absolutely. pleased that you see that. Yep. Joanne, I got a quick question for you. 13 months you've been here. <laughs> you've been, it's not even an art question. It's a food question. Okay. 13 months. Okay. Boom. 
now that you've been here, that's about a good time to acclimate yourself to the area. You know, if you, you know, Bay Area, Nevada, okay, so you, West Coast food, what is your favorite thing that you, like, reminds you of, of being on the West Coast that you can get right here in Kansas City? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, well, <laughs> well, we actually at JCCC, there's this great program. It's a CSA, um, mm -hmm. Sustainable Agriculture thing, uh -huh. and, and we get... Um, weekly uh, fresh fruits and vegetables. And I guess that reminds me of California since the farmer's markets were so great there. And so that's my little connection. I like that I'm also a CSA, um, you know, recipient. I do flowers and veggies. So, okay, I, you know, so shout out nice. to you, reaching, reaching back to the Bay, reaching back <laughs> to the Cali vibe, okay. <laughs> back to the art, back to the art. <laughs> Joanne, I actually just recently saw the exhibit at the Nerman, the Adorned exhibit, and I was just blown away. I thought it was spectacular, absolutely beautiful and insightful and poignant uh, at many moments. Um, could you tell us how that came about? What was the trajectory like uh, to put on that exhibition? Sure. Um, when I was um, still at the Nevada Museum of Art, my last big exhibition I did was uh, focused on the contemporary native artist Rose B. Simpson, um, who's mm -hmm. from the Santa Clara Pueblo. And I love her work. She works with clay. She's really a contemporary artist who works with clay, um, as have many centuries of artists in her family. And I was really fascinated by the way she adorns her figures with um, basically like jewelry and um, tattoos that are all from clay. And I thought, huh, there's something there. I want to talk about how when the body is transformed through adornment, um, whether it's sacred or profane, um, the transformation that takes place that sort of prepares you for another realm, um, really stepping into another version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, so I started with that, and I thought, well, I'm, it's definitely going to include work by Rose B. Simpson. And I wanted to also recontextualize some of the permanent collection of the Nerman Museum, because we have so many great pieces by Nick Cave and other artists, um, mm -hmm. Angel Otero, to mention a few. Um, I wanted to recontextualize things that had already been on view, but present them in a thematic way. And so, I also found out early on when I started at the Nerman Museum that Johnson County Community College has a fashion collection of over 1,500 garments. And it's this secret, you know, it's in this, this you wouldn't know about it because it's... Yeah, that really surprised me. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, and I'm, I love fashion. And uh, so I got to be friends with Joy Rhodes, um, who is the head of the fashion design and merchandising department there. And I went and toured the collection, and I just, it was very exciting for me. And I thought, yeah, candy store. How could, <laughs> exactly. I thought, how could you bring fashion into, you know, an art exhibition so that it's just another form of artistic expression? And then I, I met the local artist who goes by the name of Boy Boy. And, and I thought, okay. Yes. And I invited Perfect them choice. to come over and visit me at the Nerman and visit the fashion collection. And then just when we were walking 
between the fashion collection and the Nerman Museum, I said, how would you feel about um, if you made a selection from the fashion collection and then styled you know, some vignettes, some installations? And he said, yes, I'd love it. I'd love it. And I go, well, if you want time to think about it. Uh, and he said, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> no need. <laughs> and, so, and so he became my co-curator of the exhibition. So everything in the show we decided on together. And if there were feedback that one person had, like, I don't like that piece. I don't want to include mm -hmm. that. Then we went by that. And so we really were aligned, though. It was very harmonious and, um, and very easy to work together. Um, yeah. And it was really a labor of love because we have similar aesthetics. We both wanted something very joyful. And we, um, yes. we really yes. considered this exhibition kind of to be a gift. Um, yeah. so that we, we need that in our world now. We need it so <laughs> badly. And we were talking about that, like about how some, like in the past, you know, how um, during World War II, how the, um, the sale of lipstick skyrocketed because it was one little thing that people mm -hmm. could buy. And, a little exuberance. Yeah, just yeah. a little pick-me-up and, um, and how Busby Berkeley was so popular. Um, you know, uh, after World War One, and just the spectacle that, that makes you forget your troubles and the mess that the world's in right now, um, and just focus yeah. on aesthetic pleasure and sort of screen out all the negativity for a while. Absolutely. Well, Boy Boy is a hidden talent, but becoming more noticed right now and an excellent choice for co-curating, so I'm glad that worked out. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, Boy Boy is a, um, a fixture in the arts community. I mean, I think I first brought to my attention, what was it, um, at the drugstore. The drugstore, that's where I first, you know, encountered Boy Boy. So, yeah, excellent choice. <laughs> excellent <laughs> choice. I mean, way to embrace the community. I mean, especially bringing your ideas in, you know. It gave me confidence. I'm like, yes, the Nerman is still funky fresh you know cause, <laughs> you know there's i mean you, let's let's be honest um, the nerman has typically been and, and you already mentioned it you mentioned it, you said whoa this is a junior college yeah when i showed up here you know i was checking out the museums and i was like man i ain't going out there and people's like no you, Dwight, you need to go to the nerman and i was like mm -hmm. you know i was not crossing the state line <laughs> i live on state line so i was not crossing it but then i went out there and i was like oh my god i was like boo the light shined and i was like this is a badass collection yeah. so yeah so i'm really excited about that energy and then you know great choice on, on boy boy just tapping right into some you know authentic kansas city vibes to you know overlay and, and do what curators do because you know i think what's important what you do and what you bring is you teach us and, and, and share cultures with us that we don't even know about you know i didn't know none of that stuff you were talking about with adorn you know you brought that to me now i'm like okay collector mode activated i know what i'm going <laughs> for you know so thank you joanne you know, at least from a collector's perspective especially you know that validation goes a long way thank you for the education that y'all provide dwight you brought up uh collector and what i noticed mm -hmm. in the e exhibition was a fair number of collectors who have mm -hmm. loaned their pieces to be mm -hmm. a part of this. So this really was a collector's exhibition, mm -hmm. wasn't it? Mm -hmm. I'm so happy you brought that up because talk about kid in a candy store. When I first uh, moved here to Kansas City, I wanted to meet 
the Gotros, and I, I had heard all about their collection, and somehow our paths did not intersect. That, that's a fantastic collection. It's a oh, fantastic yes. collection. Boom. So impressive. When I finally um, met them, I, I actually am in a book club with Christy Gotro. Oh, and, that's great. Um, and, and when I finally got access to the collection and, um, and they told me, you can borrow whatever you want. I, uh, I tell cool. you, Boy Boy and I were just absolutely, <laughs> we were gobsmacked. We were just like, oh my gosh, look at that. And um, so we really went to town and I would say that um, there was a moment when I was, I've been curating for so long that I know how to work through it. Like whenever my confidence is sort of like, is this show gonna really look as great as I want it to? Um, but when we got access to that collection, I thought, oh yeah, we're gonna nail it. This is gonna be perfect. And so we borrowed, I believe it's 13 um, artworks and some of them are major parts of the exhibition um, <laughs> and then the last kind of fun thing that we added in was um, Larry Meeker is a local yes. collector and he has over Larry 400 bolo ties yes. and uh, and I'm saying Larry because Cindy's like Larry keep those in your closet um, <laughs> he's like okay oh Another package arrived. Is that another bolo? It better not be. Yes, it is. Uh, so, so, so oh, I borrowed great. fifty of them, and I was very happy because because um, Bruce Hartman, who is an expert in contemporary Native work, um, agreed to make the final selection and to mm. arrange the bolos, which are all by uh, Native American artists, um, and arrange them in a respectful manner mm. for the display. Really beautifully done. Yeah, yeah. it is gorgeous. I, I got a feeling that uh, Bruce is in the Bolo Thai Collectors Club as well. I've seen him <laughs> <sport a few laughs> is that right? from time to time about town. So uh -huh. I, You're I, right, I see right. you with the Bolo Thai, sir. Oh, so great. <laughs> you know, what, what I like um, what you're doing, Joanne, is you, you're bringing, you're, you're doing the curator job. And you know, and what I like to do is give insights to collectors on, on the roles and of the people that you will come in contact with as a seasoned collector, you know, mm -hmm. as you rise in the community, you know, um, like you, you gave a prime example of how a collector can assist a curator. And I think giving collectors purpose is a way to create longevity. <laughs> so now being privy to some of the um, access you have, some of the great collections you have, you know, based just like your future ideas, you know, ooh, now I know I can do this and I have these anchors that, you know, help to convey my ideas better. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious, you know, if you can give us a little tidbit of what, what's next. I mean, Adorned was beautiful. You took us on this voyage. Um, you know, honestly, like I said, cultural voyage, where I, I totally see what you're talking about when you when you identified the cave, you said these are these other parts uh, of this, and this is the, the the expansion of it, or maybe how other people do. It. And you you kind of codified, you broke it down for me in a way that I really liked. Um, what's next? I I like that vibe. Um, I am in full student mode, and I'm curious to see. I mean, especially with the latitude, everybody knows Nerman's, you know, great you know, acquisition museum that, they, they, you know, famous for some, you know, really great contemporary stuff right now. And, mm -hmm. and what you just knocked out was all-star. So um, I'm curious, what's next or what, what do you have in your cookbook for us? Well, I just, I mean, there's one sort of undercurrent that, that sort of seeps into every single 
exhibition that I organize or that I um, arrange to have a guest curator organize. And that is sort of a concept of curatorial activism. The whole notion of curatorial activism comes from the art historian and curator Maura Riley, the feminist art historian. Great um, book, great book. It's a wonderful book. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's almost like through my work as a curator, I get to make the world more like what I want to see. Hmm. Sort of like, this is my world that, that I want to let you in on. Mm -hmm. um, and this is how I think it should be. So that's always part of it. For the next big exhibition, I mean, we always are going to have um, smaller exhibitions, solo artist exhibitions. We have one coming up by the St. Louis-based photographer Jess Dugan um, in November. In January, um, we have a solo exhibition, the very first museum solo exhibition for the Los Angeles-based abstract painter Lauren Quinn, who is 30 years old and already a superstar. Wow. So I have things like that happening. And then the next big group show downstairs will be a show that we we're working on the title. It's four artists. And, um, and one of the artists that I started with is Marie Watt. And Marie Watt um, is a sculptor. She does not just sculpture, but her Native American heritage is always part of her work. So I started with an installation by Marie Watt, and then it's been a very intuitive thing. I wanted to invite three other artists that I thought would somehow resound with her work. Um, and I chose artists who are primarily working in abstraction, mm -hmm. primarily sculptural, even if they're wall pieces. And I wanted to definitely anchor it um, with local artists because mm -hmm. I think that makes for the most successful exhibition is if you can have an anchor that, that makes people say, oh, I'm gonna go and see this exhibition and we have um, mm -hmm. Mark Cowardin and Rashawn Griffin. Um, are also in the exhibition, and then Teresa Baker. I love that concept. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Teresa Baker, who's a contemporary Native artist who's based in Los Angeles. And I just knew that these artists went together, and I didn't exactly know how to articulate it. And so I asked everyone to have a meeting on Zoom. And mm -hmm. so... Um, so we met on Zoom and we just started talking about their work and, and what they're excited about and showed images of the work. And I tell you, they, they got it. They, they just go, okay, I get this, I see this. And so um, we got together last week and we came up with a title and we came up with just sort of concepts that we're working with. So that's going to be one that's kind of more... Um, that that's so awesome. I just like the last part of that story, <laughs> listening to the curator talking with the artist, flipping concepts. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm drooling. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I can imagine sitting in uh, Rashawn. What are we gonna do? I need a piece. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna throw. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I, that's I love it. They were, they were part collector, of the curating that's what I process. That's I wonderful. Know. I yeah, know, so that's cool. Fantastic. And that's so funny because sometimes I think people are more comfortable being told what to do. Yeah. Um, rather than being, you know, ask, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, and I think in addition to the local artists, mm -hmm. one anchor we'll have is I really wanted to have a sewing circle as mm -hmm. a way of involving the community and mm -hmm. just 
everyday people, like pulling them in if they don't know about these artists, um, to give them a reason to come. And so uh, Teresa Baker's sister, I think, will do a sewing circle for us. Mm -hmm. um, oh. And so that's still sort of in, in progress. We're opening that show in um, late March 2023. So there's still time to make it cohesive. So yeah, that's what I'm working on. And then Exciting. of course, um, a big solo show in fall 2023 of Khalil Irving, who attended mm -hmm. the Kansas City oh, Art he Institute. He is so mm -hmm. talented. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Wonderful. He's mm -hmm. very talented. He is a very, very smart man. And mm -hmm. um, Khalil I, doing big things, doing yes, big things really out is. there in he the is. art world. He's yeah. ambitious. He, uh, he, is, he is. He is making it happen. He is making it happen, mm -hmm. and I'm. I'm just visiting him in his studio. I go. This person is remarkable. Like yeah. what he mm -hmm. has done with his life. It's a good word. Yeah, exactly it really right. is. So yeah, that's a lot going on. And then um, in the very uh, longer term, um, in 2025, we'll be presenting a retrospective um, mm -hmm. and a book on the work of Linda Lighton. Oh, who that's is, fantastic. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's nice. a talented nice. artist. She's oh, yeah. so talented and she deserves a retrospective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, she's been, you know, talking the talk and walking the walk for decades. Mm -hmm. She has a great mm -hmm. body of work, so yeah. Mm -hmm. She really does, and she's supported the careers of so many other artists. That is and it's true. it's time That's that really we true. gave back to her. She's very philanthropic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yep. So those are a few of the things we're doing. That's a great <laughs> slate. There you go, coming through with the, well, you know, I got to do a shout out to the Art of Equal Pay, you know, putting women in the forefront. That's huge. Mm -hmm. Linda has been, you know, everybody knows Linda's impact in the community, you know, so I'm so happy that you get to be a part of that. And, and the Nerman is putting that at the forefront. That is awesome. That Thanks, is awesome. Right. I'm, I'm excited. I'm Thank excited, you. Joanne. <laughs> I'm excited. You got me like, okay. That's, you know, that is <laughs> That is fantastic. You know, I, I have a, another question for you, and it's kind of a way to assist with um, development. What do you, when you're looking for like members and collectors, what do you, what is that one thing you tell them? You know, it's not just a membership fee, but what, you know, what is that added element? What are you guys providing for, you know, the average person? It's, it's really good that you asked. So what I, the way I see the Nerman's contribution t toward the ecosystem is that we are, um, we're sort of like the glue that's connecting various aspects of the art world in Kansas City. Um, we wanna be a catalyst. We want to bring together different parties and see what we can make together. I wanna create an environment that's not competitive, but rather that sees what we can do when we get together. And I feel yeah. like the mm -hmm. demonstration of that, the first demonstration of that was my first big exhibition I organized on the artist Shanique Smith. Oh, yes. And I um, approached the Nelson Atkins and the Kemper and they collaborated. The Nelson presented a live performance on their Juneteenth celebration day and the Kemper hosted an artist talk. And I just really wanted us to find ways that we can work together and have it be win-win. Not yeah. like, oh, okay, we're gonna do a favor. No favors. It's like, it needs to work for, for you. And yeah. I feel like everything needs to have that feeling of effortlessness or else it's not worth doing. Mm. 
I like that concept of you're taking the favoritism out of it. It becomes the social responsibility of how you maintain the ecosystem. That's awesome. I, I like that. I like how you reaching out, reaching mm -hmm. out in 13 months. That That's, again, s collectors, a sign of a great curator, somebody <laughs> who, who, you know, is a diplomat and reaches out and crosses borders, you know. So that's, you know, kudos again on that, Joanne, you know, making moves with the um, – the legacy institutions, you know, are, are what some would refer to as a competition. You know, I love that attitude of, of looking at it as a team, especially with the arts, because, you know, yeah. how we're funded and how we've got to do things. You know, we don't have time to be, you know, individual silos. We've got to do this together. Let's get rid of that competition word. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, I have something coming up, actually, that's a, a really fun collaboration, and that mm -hmm. is... Um, you know that Nerman has a history of doing these major speakers, the Jerome Nerman Lecture Series, and it's an endowed lecture series. The first speaker we ever had was Mark Bradford, and so it's been the highest level of speakers that we've had come to JCCC and give a big talk, and it's free and open to the public. So I wanted to really make my first Jerome Nerman Lecture be an important tie-in to the, the history of the Nerman Museum. Mm -hmm. And so I invited the artist Raven Chacon to come mm -hmm. and speak at JCCC, and he's going to be giving a lecture on Thursday, October 27th at 6.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. at oh, Yardley Hall at wow. JCCC. And that came about because I'm collaborating with Michael Schoenhoff of the Kansas City Art Institute Gallery. Oh, that is um, fantastic. Yeah, he brought an exhibition um, called Soundings to his gallery. Mm -hmm. And it's all about how sound art can serve as a tool for decolonization. Wow. And wow. so he approached me and he said, would you want to host one of these performances? And I saw Raven's name and I go, uh, yeah, Raven yeah, ding, Chacon. Ding, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Raven Chacon recently won the very first Pulitzer Prize in Music composition ever to be awarded to a Native American That's artist. That's awesome. Mm, yeah. So that is fantastic. So he's coming out. He's going to be um, presenting that performance, and it's going to be mm. held at Agnes Arts on Wednesday, October 26th at 7 p.m., and that too will be a free performance. His piece is called American Ledger Number no. One, and what it proposes is that it's a creation story of the United States. And if you just take a moment, this is uh, uh, Paul Rudy, who is the conductor, who's, um, who we've recruited to, to be the conductor for this performance of about 10 musical performers. Um, he said, think about that, the creation story of the United States. What is the first thing that you think of? Hmm. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, you, that, that, that's a good one. What is the first thing that I think of? You want to take a shot, Regina? You go ahead. Uh, you know, I think colonialism. Um, mm -hmm. And I think freedom in there but I think the freedom was only for certain peoples mm -hmm. how about you Dwight first word that comes to my mind is perspective you know because mm -hmm. that's the first thing I'm doing I'm not trying to look at it as an African-American 
understanding his situation. I'm trying to say, if I was going to compose that story as an indigenous person to America, to the American colony, you know, whatever you want to call this, this body mass of land, you know, I would have to first try to get in that perspective before I could even mm -hmm. begin to dream about creating a symphony or, or a, a, a body of sounds that, just, that, you know, have so much context to what clearly they understand. You know, so mm -hmm. I, I would definitely try to get perspective. I would want to be able to see through his eyes, through their eyes. That would be my first thing. And it's, it's um, an avant-garde composition. Mm -hmm. um, one of the instruments is uh, a wood, like an ax chopping a piece of wood. Wow, it would be incredible. And Paul Rudy, who's at UMKC, at the conservatory, I mean, he's really digging deep to find the right musicians mm -hmm. to conduct and to make sure that everyone understands um, sort of the meaning mm -hmm. of this piece. And then Raven's gonna be involved on um, Zoom meetings mm -hmm. to talk to the musicians and tell them what he has in mind. Well, chopping wood, I mean, that, yeah, that has such yeah. context, mm -hmm. you know, in, yeah. in, 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 in our history. Um, just depending on the type of tools you're using to cut the woods, it has a different sound. So, you know, that can have genetic DNA culturally, yeah. you know, just that sound. You know, that's beautiful. I'm looking forward to that. Ooh. It's a symbol of growth, uh, that sound. It's also mm -hmm. a symbol of destruction. Uh, so it's a really interesting mm -hmm. dichotomy there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good mm -hmm. um, observation there mm -hmm. because I think that's what, you know, the founding of the United States was yeah. all about uh, growth and destruction. Mm -hmm. And um, it's going to be great. So Agnes Arts, as you probably both know, is a former police barracks. I did not know that. Yeah, it adds another layer of metaphor to the performance. Mm. So it's going to be great. So Raven will be here two nights in Kansas City, and I hope you can join us mm. and, and your audience yes. will join so, us. So what do you got coming up? What fun events for the public? You know, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to convert the football, basketball, soccer crowd and turn them into um, art maniacs. So what you got going on? <laughs> That's a big lift <laughs> What can there. I do? What are we doing? Woo what are we doing at the museum? You know, we, <laughs> what are we, we doing? What's coming up at the Nerman where um, we need folks to come on out and support and hang out? What, what, what's what's popping at the, at the museum? Well, we've got something big. It's Saturday, mm -hmm. September 24th mm -hmm. from noon until 6 p.m. We are hosting Latino Arts Festival. Oh, and fantastic. that is the... Yep, that's the original festival that Deanna Munoz um, has been putting on um, by herself in Kansas City, Kansas uh, for the past six or so years. Um, and we got together with her and especially Sylvia Ariano Fernandez, who is the executive assistant mm -hmm. at the Nerman Museum, was very passionate about putting on our own festival. And so we said, how about if we make space for Deanna's festival? You got the low riders and everything. I'm looking at the yeah. flyer right now on Instagram. Yep. Oh, that's hot. We're going to have hot. 80 low riders. We're going to have music, dancing. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to be fun. And, and low rider bikes. Mm -hmm. So um, that'll be That's an exhibit, great. Joanne. We, we need, you need to explore that. Those bikes are amazing. Those we have an exhibit cool. right now that Sylvia organized that's in the Fine Art and Design Studio building at JCCC. So oh, it's right fantastic. adjacent to the Nerman Museum. Some of the best lowrider bikes out of the Olathe Lowrider Bike awesome. Club. That's going to be awesome. terrific. Yeah. They are beautiful. Oh, they are. They are. They are. 
they are just works of, of, of love. You, when you see them, you're just like, oh my goodness, these are beautiful. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, Joanne, you've been um, you've been here a little over a year, and you've really mm -hmm. embraced uh, the the art culture in the city and the surrounding area. What do you think this area could improve from, or what do you think it still needs mm -hmm. a little work on? What are your thoughts on that? I think as an outsider, I, I have, I'm not, I mean, I'm getting to not be an outsider, right? Because I've been right, here every year. But you were at one point. Exactly. Um, I would say that um, I come with a little bit of um, neutrality, mm -hmm. I would say. Um, and I would say that I learned that there are certain, uh, like, factions, I think. And, oh, that person doesn't like that artist and, and et cetera. And I, I feel so blessed that I can sort of not be part of that right now, mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm showing artists because they need to yeah. be shown. And I'm, um, you know, doing work because it needs to be done. There's no bias. And, um, yeah. I'm not, well, everyone has biases, including myself, but, but I'm really um, trying to take advantage of that objectivity that newcomers have. And, and I also think that, you know, I've worked a lot in museums. This is my 10th museum I've worked in. Oh, and that I, right? Wow. Yeah, it is. And I think that I, I was um, making my staff roll their eyes when I would say, do you know how lucky we are? Because I'm like all about <laughs> gratitude. Like yeah. we are so lucky. Here's how it is in other museums, you know, because I have that perspective. So I think yeah. it's sort of like, don't gaze at your navel so much that you don't realize how lucky you are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Be aware. Look around, Absolutely. like compare yourself to other parts of the world and you'll see we are very fortunate. We really do have a great arts ecosystem and it's, it's just, it's great. It's, there's no reason to think, oh, but it's not X. It's not Chicago. It's not like, no, it's good. It's really good. Mm. And they're good too mm. for different mm. reasons. Yeah. Well, you know what I like, Joanne? I, I like that you're reaching out. I like that you're reaching out to everyone in the arts community. You know, you're coming in, you're saying, hey, help us make the this, this space better. You know, and, 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 and you kind of have a hard time saying no to that. You know, <laughs> kind of, so kudos to you on that. I mean, I, I see you. I'm out there in the, in, the, in the stands watching the game. I'm cheering for you, seeing you do things on the field that are that are pretty cool. So keep doing what you're doing as a curator. That's what we need. That's the kind of energy this this uh, this ecosystem needs. You know, I love to see all the cross collaboration. That's where I'm like, yep, she's maximizing stuff because we have a great arts ecosystem, and the things that you're doing are enhancing that. So, kudos. Thank you. Much love. And as an art leader. Uh, you know, a administrator of a museum. I mean, there's that other side of things beyond your curatorial escapades, shall I say. I mean, that's, that's a really difficult thing to kind of juggle mm -hmm. those two things, I would think. And you seem to be doing it with Flourish, so mm -hmm. congratulations. Thank you. Well, I'm very lucky to have a great team, and I'm also, you know, from time to time, I'm just like, I miss things, and so I love to have a staff that I can really trust where they can have my back and be like, uh-oh, this, you know, might want to pay attention to this. <laughs> I go, oh, thank you. And, uh, and working with people who assume the best, you know, I'm lucky. Inspires everyone. We're working on it. We are definitely busy, and I think that it was a little bit of a shock 
um, when I came on board because I'm I'm used to an independent nonprofit mm. kind of perspective. I worked at a university museum years ago, but primarily it's been um, independent nonprofits, and I'm I'm used to a hustle. <laughs> and I think that after coming out of the fog of the pandemic. I think it was a little bit of a, a shock to be like, okay, now we're going from zero to 60, but everyone's keeping pace now and everyone's excited and and that is a really good feeling. So um, in terms of being a, a good leader for the Nerman Museum, it does definitely take um, time and dedication and I'm growing the staff because we are only five full-time and now we have become seven full-time oh, nice nice um, so yeah we are we're, we're lucky mm -hmm. that we have that opportunity and we're always going to be a small efficient team mm -hmm. we're never going to be a large team um, and that allows us to make changes quickly to adapt quickly to pivot to do all those things those annoying use those annoying terms like pivot <laughs> that you have to do <laughs> Like, don't anyone say pivot again. <laughs> um, <laughs> but really, it does give you, it's like we're a speedboat. Mm. We're not an ocean mm. liner. So it's like, we really can. You need, you need to take a left real mm -hmm. fast, then do it. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's great. Well, any uh, final words you want to leave our listeners with uh, regarding contemporary art or the art scene in Kansas City and the Midwest in general? Uh, regarding the Nerman Museum? Sure. Well, um, I definitely want people to know about Latino Arts mm -hmm. Festival, September 24th, uh, Raven Chacon's performance, American Ledger Number no. 1 at Agnes Arts, October 26th, and the Jerome Nerman Lecture delivered by Raven Chacon um, at JCCC Yardley Hall on Thursday, October 27th at 6.30 p.m. Um, but I also want to make a case for the Nerman Museum. Um, everyone supports the institutions of Kansas City, um, and there's a reason, and I believe there's a reason to support the Nerman Museum too. Um, we are not, um, you know, the, the, we're lucky that we're under the umbrella of JCCC, but we still need your support to do the big, exciting things that we need to do, big projects. And just to clarify, that's uh, Johnson County Community College. Yes, Johnson County Community College. We are um, a department within the college, but whenever we wanna do larger, more ambitious things, books and things like that, it requires outside support. Uh -huh. And um, for example, our Leo Villarreal light sculpture that's permanently embedded in the architecture of the building has not been working for five years. I don't think people realize that. Um, and that has to do with electronics and yeah. how they, um, the, you know, the freeze and thaw mm. cycle that, um, and we need to move all those electronics inside and then completely redo all the lights. Um, and so that's more than a half a million dollar undertaking. That's a big undertaking. Yeah, that's yeah. a big undertaking. So it's projects like those that um, the support of the public um, and joining as a member at whatever level is possible is really helpful to us. Yeah, every little bit helps. Yeah, it does. And I, I mean, we're so lucky in Kansas City that this is a philanthropic community. Oh, oh! When you having that next auction? I, you know what? When is the next auction? I don't know. know. I'm gonna hit that up. I'm gonna hit that up. I don't know, Dwight. That's what I do. 
you know so hey I have acquired some great pieces. You know, I got a great piece from Art Miller. You know, I'm coming through. Working on it. If you need, I, I may have a piece or two to throw your way, <laughs> but let's get it because you guys typically have a really great auction. Thank you, Dwight. Okay, I'll be working on that. That's the collector move. Yeah. You know, so all you collectors out there, if you want to get a hold of some great pieces, this is how you do it. This is how <laughs> you do it. Auction. You hit these auctions and you support a good cause. Yeah. Yep. Folks, get out there and support your um, all of your museums. You know, support them all because we know the, the more we give to these institutions, the better they can enrich and make our lives. Joanne, thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate the opportunity. You know, reach out anytime you want to chit chat. Let's talk art. Let's let's do fun stuff. And we got to get art moves out there with the camera too. Yes. We got to get art moves out there with the camera. We'd love to have you out. You just let me know when. Great segment to look forward to. Yes. Joanne, thank you so much for sharing your time and your insight with us. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was great for me too. Take care. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Art Moves, the podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform or through the website. You can find links to this and to the Art Moves video show at linktree slash artmoves. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash capital A-R-T capital M-O-V-E-S. Thanks again. It was great to have you along for the ride. We'll catch you next time.